0: Episode 22, Some United Fronts. In a moment where our news headlines often scream death or division, I gave myself a mission this week, that I began in episode 21, to find if there were stories where unity seemed to be prevailing. And I did find several stories and indications that people everywhere are forming united fronts to deal with and combat that sense of division keep listening. Welcome to Peace Matters, a show that uncovers peace in our communities, our countries, and deep within our souls. I'm your host, Maya Mathias, founder of Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. Join me as I share three things in the show. One, Stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Two, insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. And three, updates on the peace-building work I do, plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others. Be sure to head over to inventivelinks.com to sign up for our Peace Matters newsletter, where I share bonus resources to build more peace in your world. And now on with the show. Part one, as the world turns, stories or trends that impact our capacity for peace in the world. Now, if you've worked in the media industry, like I have, conventional wisdom says that if it bleeds, it leads That means many news outlets are set to believe that if they don't set off alarm bells through their biggest headlines, then they won't be able to grab our attention as audiences or to be able to sell their ads or newspapers as a result. While that may still be true for some of us, I do sense that the degree of chaos and overwhelm in our societies and our world at large is getting too much to bear. And we want something dramatically different now because this permanent state of stress or being on high alert is very unhealthy for our bodies and souls. And many of us are starting to channel that sense of angst into instead standing with each other against these many powers of darkness and hate that are then reflected on the news. So there is one Theme from episode 21 of the podcast that I want to expand on. Because in that episode, I talked about how former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden had his first campaign rally speech this week, and unifying the country is one of his three core campaign messages. And I did promise you that I'd look up to see if there were other examples of where unity was also at the forefront of other candidates' messages. And it is definitely littered across all the candidates that are running now. I want to call out a few in this moment. For instance, um, today, one of the presidential hopefuls, Senator Amy Klobuchar, said on a Sunday morning news uh, politics show, she said, well, she was pressed first to get into sort of a, combative adversarial response to a question about whether or how she saw herself standing apart from some of the front runners in the race right now. And she very wisely responded by saying, I think you're going to find also that there's a lot more that unites to the Democrats that are running than divides us. And right now, that certainly seems to be the case. There is a sense within the Democratic Party of having a common quote-unquote enemy, that enemy being the sitting president and the direction that he's taken his policies and the country in. Another example of where unity is at the forefront of her message is presidential hopeful Senator Kamala Harris who incidentally had a really good showing this week when current Attorney General William Barr um, gave his testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee, of which she is a member. And she was relentless in questioning him and her campaign tagline is for the people. Another, well, he's a new entrant into the race this week, Denver, oh, I'm sorry, Colorado, I have Denver on my brain because I'll be attending a conference in Denver next year, but I'll save that for another day. Um, Colorado Senator Michael Bennett, who was recently diagnosed with cancer, underwent surgery and is now cancer-free, has jumped into the race. And he, his idea of unifying the country, he looks at it from a systemic and a governance standpoint. And he used the phrase pluralistic governing, a return to pluralistic governing, which is at the core of any decent democracy. It's something that America has strayed from in recent years. So as you can see, many of the Democratic candidates for the 2020 presidential elections are presenting a united front and making it very clear to voters across the country that they are very sincere in wanting to do whatever it takes to unify this divided land. Part two, Ohm is where the heart is insights and tools to help you cultivate more inner peace. Now, I could easily have slotted these next few stories into part one of the show, but I decided to put them in the Omens Where the Heart Is section because just learning about these stories and witnessing them gives me comfort in my heart. It makes me feel a lot better about what other people are doing in the world right now to present a united front where it truly matters. So the first story is an example of where two voices who used to stand on opposing sides of the American political aisle are now finding common cause in their desire to preserve democratic norms and institutions. One voice is this man called Don Lemon. He is you know, he wears his liberal democratic heart on his sleeve as host of a daily show on CNN. It's, you know, like a political talk show. He has lots of guests um, on his show. I do dip into it every once in a while just to see what the conversations there are like, even though they often get combative and unproductive. But for one night this week, I was very taken by a now regular contributor to his show, whose name is Max Boot. Now, for those of you you who don't know him, Max Boot is a true blue conservative, and he recently decided to leave the Conservative Party. He even wrote a book about it titled Why I Left the Right. Um, Oh, actually, it's called Corrosive Conservatism, Why I Left the Right. And he's really earnest about why he was a conservative and why he has now left the Republican Party. And on this particular night on the Don Lemon Show, Max Boot, who is normally very cool and calm and rational, got visibly upset. And this is what he said. He said, this is why I'm filled with rage and despair about the state of our democracy, because you're seeing people like Attorney General Barr obstructor General Barr, really, and President Trump get away with things that are against the law, and they're not going to be any serious consequences. And I want to say something here to America, the people watching out there. Wake up. You are part of the problem, too, because people are so blasé about what Trump is doing to assault the rule of law, and the majority of the public is against impeachment. If you're against impeachment, That means there will be no consequences for the most lawless president in our history. That is a threat to our democracy. I wanted to share what he said with you today because it really is striking to see someone who was a staunch member of the Republican Party and a true upholder of Republican values and conservative values have moved so far into where he is now and finding common cause and having this united front with people like Don Lemon, and understanding just what a threat he feels the current administration and president is presenting, not just to America, but to the rest of the world. And speaking of dangerous situations, I learned about this incredible example from a show called United Shades of America. And tonight's episode, it's hosted by this uh, Black comedian named W. Kamau Bell. The show is in its fourth season, I believe, and he does the brave work in his you know, non-confrontational way of visiting communities throughout America to uncover the untold stories, especially of marginalized groups. And today, the episode was titled, Not all white people. And essentially, it highlighted how, you know, there's been so much negative news about white nationalists and white supremacists rearing their ugly heads and doing really nasty things, saying nasty things and committing very violent acts against other people. And today, in the United Shades of America show, W Kamal Bell highlighted how some white people are standing up to these white supremacists, for instance. He talked to this new young white mother who joined a local group in her state of Washington called Tacoma. That's a uh, I think it's a town in Washington, Tacoma against Nazis. And it showed her standing shoulder to shoulder with this other group, because they found common cause with each other, this other group called Redneck Revolt. And they are essentially members who arm themselves. They're anti-fascist and anti-capitalist. And they show up with people like this young mother and her group Tacoma Against Nazis to keep their space for protest safe so that if they do encounter armed white nationalists in their protests, the Redneck Revolt members present a visible threat and they help keep that space safe for the protesters. I thought that was, it was an unexpected story to watch and gives me a lot of comfort to know that groups like them are presenting a united front against darkness and hate right now. One last story that warms my heart. And a very important one is the importance of presenting a united front against the threats to a free press. A free press is one of the core pillars of a functioning and thriving democracy. And I learned today about this new group called One Free Press Coalition. They formed in the middle of March and I want to read out you know a part of their press release to you that they released in, on March 15th it says leading news organizations around the world today announced the formation of the one free press coalition a united front of prominent editors and publishers using the significant reach of their editorial and social platforms to spotlight journalists who are under attack globally on the 1st of every month members of the One Free Press Coalition will publish across their platforms a 10 most urgent list of journalists whose global press freedoms are being abused or whose cases demand justice. The mission of the coalition is to use the collective voices of its members, which reach more than 1 billion, that's billion with a B, 1 billion people worldwide, to stand up for journalists under attack for pursuing the truth part three news and views updates on our peace building work plus answers to your questions about creating a more peaceful existence for yourself and others a quick reminder to you that as of this month I'm starting to host a workshop that I call Create a Meaningful Life in an Uncertain World. And as you've seen from the stories I've shared today, there are many people across the world right now who are doing what they feel is meaningful work and lending their voice, their energy, their time to a cause that speaks to them. So my Create a Meaningful Life workshop will help you get one step closer or one step deeper into the work that feeds your soul and that helps your community thrive more than it is right now. So for more information on my Create a Meaningful Life workshop, I'll be hosting the next one next one in the middle of May. Go to inventivelinks.com slash events for more information on workshop dates and how to register. I don't do this workshop all the time, but I do it often enough that no matter when you listen to this recording, chances are you will be able to sign up for the next Create a Meaningful Life workshop. Okay. I'm going to leave it there for now. And one last reminder, if you're not already on my newsletter list, Do go to inventivelinks.com, click on the learn more button right there on the homepage, and use the sign up form to get on the list. You will get notified each time I put out one of these podcasts, when I host my Fridays for Peace live stream, and when I have compiled and published my weekend Peace Matters newsletter. Okay, thanks so much for listening, everyone. I will catch you next time on an episode of the Peace Matters podcast. Bye for now. You've been listening to Peace Matters with me, Maya Mathias. This podcast is proudly powered by Inventive Links, a leadership development company that cultivates enlightened executives, creative citizens, and wise writers for a more peaceful planet. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it by going to inventivelinks.com support want to take your podcast experience to the next level? Sign up for my next online workshop and start building a stronger path to peace inside and out. Go to inventivelinks.com events for more information. Sign up for a workshop, then show up with your best questions on the stories and insights we feature and with a sincere desire to lead a more peaceful existence. Till next time! Let's make peace matter more each day. Bye for now.